Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. There's a highway that stretches across the 93 days of summer where worship isn't offered to the sun, but to the smoking tire, the S-curve, and the spin turn. And if you ride it, Make sure you do it in a Dodge Charger, Challenger, or Durango. Because on this highway, the lines being blurred are the ones between drivers and demons. Welcome to Highway 93. Dodge is a registered trademark. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my channel. I am absolutely joking. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This is the first official episode of Good Grief, Jesse. And I am so excited to be here talking to you all about things that we don't want to talk about. Isn't that fun? I would like to start off by saying thank you so much for everyone who showed support in this idea and this, this whole new journey that we're going to be taking together. I really appreciate everyone who has supported me and shown so much love with this idea, bringing this podcast to life. And again, thank you for everyone who has been a part of this journey with me. I could not do this without you. And I thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. I am not a therapist, psychologist, or any professional who studies grief, anxiety, depression, PTSD, anything that we're going to be covering in this podcast. I am not a professional in it. I just happen to have an extensive background in losing loved ones. <laughs> Isn't that great? So if anyone is needing professional or seeking professional help, um, I highly encourage it. And if you need any help in getting that journey started, please feel free to reach out to me. I definitely have had some experiences doing that as well. So I am here to help you along this path. And I want you to know that I am an ally. I am here to let you know that you are not alone during these troubling times and during these unimaginable times because you do feel alone, but you are never alone. And I am so honored to be talking to you and being here with you about some of the hardest things that you're going to be going through in your entire life. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and let people know who don't know me. My name is Jessie. I am freshly 26 years old. And my entire family is dead. And what I mean by my entire family, of course, I still have cousins and aunts and uncles and a grandfather who are still alive. So not everyone has left me yet. But my entire immediate family, including my uncle, who I was extremely close to, and my grandmother, who I admired very, very, very much, they all died. And this is why I am here talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go ahead and just let everyone know that my stories could trigger some emotions and some past experiences for some of my listeners. So please listen with caution because these are real events that have happened to me 
and they're not easy to listen to. And I'm happy to share my story to anyone who will listen, but it is not for the weak-hearted. So with that being said, I would like to go ahead and just tell you a little bit about why I'm here. Everyone obviously knows that I've lost a lot of people in my life, but I'd like to start with the very first loss that I ever experienced in my life, which was my dad. May 1st of 2014, my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, which had basically spread all throughout his entire body. The cancer had spread into every vital organ of his body, up into his spinal cord, and he had multiple brain tumors causing him a lot of issues. I had just turned 19 within that period of time. My birthday was May 14th, and my dad ended up having multiple strokes because of the cancer and ended up passing away June 3rd of 2014. So he was a little bit over a month of us knowing that he had cancer before he passed away. And that was one of the hardest losses because it was the first one. Now, I had a very close relationship with my father and it was devastating. And I can go ahead and just let everyone know that I did not handle his death very well compared to all the other ones that I've had. I handled his the worst, and that's expected. It was the first major loss that I've ever had in my entire life, so you can't really go off of anything. You know, it's kind of like your first time doing a podcast. You have no idea what you're doing. You just do it, and you learn from it, and you grow from it, and I did not have a great time. (laughs) So now... I had just lost my dad, and it was me and my brother and my mom. And along comes the second hardest loss that I suffered a year and a half after my dad had died. In December 2015, my brother, who some may know as Frank, died of an accidental overdose on fentanyl. And... I will be sharing extensive amounts of content on what it's like to lose a sibling because that is the most heartbreaking loss that you'll ever have. If you have a sibling, Um, you lose a part of yourself. You truly do. And sitting there having to make a decision on what to do when someone's on life support is also something that we should be talking about because that's not a decision that I should have been making at 20, 20 years old, but it was. So then that leaves me and my mom. Four months after my brother passed away, my uncle Greg, who was my dad's closest brother, my dad had three brothers with my uncle Greg being the closest one to him. So four months after my brother passed away, my uncle uh, committed suicide. That was a really hard one to understand, but also when you can physically see someone suffering and know that they're suffering, to know that they are not suffering anymore also brings some sense of relief and some kind of peace knowing that they are not in pain anymore. 
But that was really close after Frank passed. I got four months of a grace period before I had to mourn someone else. You know, let's not forget that my dad hasn't even been dead for two years before my uncle passed. So that was really hard to fathom as well. Suicide is very real, and it has impacted way too many people, and we are going to be discussing it further on in the series, and it's going to be hard, but who better to talk about it with than you guys? So, my uncle passes away in April of 2016, and then comes 2017. My grandmother who was the heart of my family, had a very peaceful death of old age. And you can never really describe death as peaceful. But after experiencing my dad and my brother and then my uncle, having your grandmother pass away with surrounded by her family and people who loved her, it was overwhelmingly beautiful to me, uh, which a lot of people didn't understand. You know, I didn't really cry a lot when my grandmother passed. Of course, I was sad and, I, you know, I was very, very close with my grandmother, but I didn't cry. I didn't cry as much as other people did. And it really kind of threw a lot of people off. Um, but that is just another thing. When you experience really hard grief and you see a peaceful passing... It's really hard for you to be sad. And this is a perfect example of how differently people grieve. And this is why we're here. Because I've grieved so different with so many different losses. And everyone grieves differently. It is real and it makes people uncomfortable if you don't grieve the same way. So that's another thing we're going to be talking about. And I'm excited to talk about that. Because it impacted me way more than it should have. And you should not feel the way that I felt. Uh, but unfortunately, during that time, I did not know that my mom had just been diagnosed with a rare cancer. And she didn't tell me until about a month after my grandmother passed away that she had been diagnosed with a rare cancer. And please excuse me if I never pronounce it correctly, because I still cannot pronounce it correctly. But it is called leomyosarcoma if that is even right but it is a soft tissue cancer that was misdiagnosed when i was in high school of a blood clot so thanks for that well star appreciate that but my mom fought for three years of me taking her to her chemo treatments and radiation treatments, you know, with me and my mom just being the last ones of the family, we were able to spend a really good, a really awesome amount of time together until she just couldn't do it anymore. And, and when I mean she couldn't do it anymore, she still continued to do treatments, but her body couldn't handle it anymore. Um, so on March 2nd of 2021, which is about, I'm recording this in June, about three months ago. I lost my mom, and my mom's death rocked my world. 
I was her primary caregiver because we did in-home hospice care. And I was there with my mom as she took her last breath. And that was undescribable. And now I'm in counseling. (laughs) Sorry, I can't help but laugh. It's just, it sucks. This shit sucks. But I have a lot to share. I have so much to share with everybody. And with losing a dad and a mom and a sibling and an uncle and a grandmother. Oh, and let's not forget, I, I, I lost a couple of pets along the way too. I lost two of my dogs. I had to go put them down. And that's another thing we're going to be talking about because let me tell you something. Yes, I have been through a lot. But having to put an animal down? Ugh. Never. I never want to be put in that position ever again. Absolutely not. So now that I've explained my resume to you, I hope that you all are at least intrigued on what this series has to offer because I just touched the surface on a lot of these stories and backgrounds that I have. And it's going to be an exciting ride. I have some really, really awesome guests that are going to be sharing their experiences with you. And I have some experiences that I'm going to be sharing with you live, which I'm super excited for. But you'll just have to wait and find out what it is. But I have a lot of really awesome people who want to be on the show and they want to, they want to share their stories. And that's another reason why I started this, because talking about these things makes other people uncomfortable. Let's just face it, which sucks because this is all I really want to talk about. Not because, you know, it's fun. It's because it's all my brain thinks about. It's all my brain thinks about. It's like, hi. Hi, Jesse. Good morning. Oh, um, just let you know your family's dead. It's like, hey, brain, thanks. Didn't want to think about that today, but uh, I guess that's how I'm going to start off my morning. Appreciate it. But the sad part is that I know that I am not the only one who is suffering with that. I know I'm not the only one who wakes up in the morning and is completely haunted by the troubles and misfortunes that I have been through in my entire life. I did not choose this life. This life chose me. And for what? Well, that's another thing I'll be sharing with you. Have you ever been told your purpose in life? Because I have. I have. And this is another reason why I'm here. So, um, if you think that me making fun of my misfortunes is a really uh, uncomfortable thing, then maybe this is not the podcast for you. But um, I'm a funny person. One of my favorite things about myself was that I always had a good sense of humor about everything before I lost anyone. So I decided to really make sure that I stayed true to that. I continued to keep my sense of humor through everything because that's what people loved about me before and I want people to still love me afterwards because no matter what you go through, you always change and you always grow and you always learn. But, I mean, you can't learn to be funny. It just kind of (laughs) happens. My dad was a really funny guy, so I think I get it after him. But I will also talk about things that I didn't do right 
and things that I kind of messed up on when I was grieving or going through a loss. Because I've lost plenty of, of people that didn't even die. I lost friends, relationships, just, you know, things that I could have done differently if I wasn't grieving someone's death. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> you do some weird things when you're grieving. But another thing I really wanted to touch base on, which was one of the most important things that I wanted people to understand, is that you don't have to lose a loved one or a friend or anybody in death to experience grief. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that our society has is about grief um, because we all go through it. I have lost some really good friends and I still grieve that friendship that we had, but they didn't die. <laughs> I mean, they're still kicking it. They're still living their best life and, you know, vice versa, but I still grieve that. Or what about, you know, you had a really awesome job and you got let go because of this pandemic? Let's not even get started on this pandemic because we're all grieving what we could be doing. I am an avid festival goer. Uh, I love going to clubs and listening to live music. Like that is just one of my favorite, favorite things to do. And for me not to be able to do that for an entire year, it hurts. It hurts my soul. That's another way how I, I cope. I like live music. I like to feel the music. And I haven't been able to feel the music in over a year because of this pandemic. So we are all going through it. But you do not have to lose someone to an unfortunate death to experience grief. And grief overall presents itself in many different shapes and forms and there's different types of grief that I can't wait to talk to you all about and as promised we are going to touch base on some really important topics that is not really discussed among us peers and a lot of us suffer with it which would be our good friend anxiety who likes to wake us up in the middle of the night because we forgot to do our homework or depression where you no longer want to do the things that you love doing because you're afraid that you're not going to be good at it anymore or you don't want to get out of bed because you're just physically exhausted. Did you know that depression will make you physically ill as well? A lot of people don't know that. And I want to really focus on another one that is pretty foreign to a lot of people that are struggling, and that's post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. I have it. I suffer from it. But yet no one knows about it. People always associate it with people who have served in the military and that they're not wrong. They also, I have a cousin who I love dearly who suffers from PTSD from serving in the military. And my heart goes out to him every single day because I know what I struggle with and I, I didn't even set foot in war. But it happens to a lot of us. We don't have to go through experiences like that in order to get stuck in our heads and relive trauma that was in the past. And I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people don't know about. Um, I have a lot of people who ask me questions about post-traumatic stress disorder. What is it? What is it like? How do you know you have it? And it's not a fun thing to explain because it's bringing up why 
you have post-trauma in your life and it's reoccurring in a different light in a different way but it's still bringing back these horrible memories you have i suffered horribly with ptsd with my mom when she was passing because my father was also on hospice care and because of them both having cancer unfortunately their death looked the same and it was not pretty and it was horrible to revisit those memories that i had ultimately put back in the safe of never to return again but they did and i wish i had someone to talk to when i was going through these events and now i do i have a wonderful counselor therapist who i see twice a week and I highly recommend if you ever need help to get it because I could not physically think straight after losing my mom. So therapy was my only option at that point. After losing my mom, I had to leave my job that I loved. And after trying so hard throughout school to make sure that I graduated and I had an awesome job and I was able to start my career in the music industry, I had to stop. I was literally stuck and stopped dead in my tracks when my mom died. And I couldn't recover. I could not recover from this loss. So I ultimately ended up taking more time to take care of myself, to take care of my mental health because I was going through a lot. And, you know, with losing the last family member, there's a lot of stuff on my plate. I didn't have the capacity to work a full-time job and take care of these things. And that was a really hard decision to make. That was a super hard decision to make. And I am a, a huge advocate for doing what is best for your mental health. And if that involves you laying in bed for a day and watching TV and or binge watching Netflix and ordering Chinese food and you don't even take a shower. Trust me, I do that more than I should. But those are days that you really need to just sit there and recover physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, to where you don't have to sit there and get up and try. Because I tell you, I try so hard every day to get out of bed. And make sure that I have a productive day. And some days, I just don't. And that's okay. Because I know that taking those days is what my body and my mind physically need. Be easy on yourself. Life is already so hard. And you're obviously listening to this podcast for a reason. Do not make your life harder than it is. Be easy and be kind to yourself. I know it sounds cheesy and cliche, but if your friend was suffering with something like this, with anxiety or depression, you wouldn't tell them to suck it up or move on or get over it or it's fine. I don't know why it's a big deal. No, you wouldn't do that. So really treat yourself with respect and, and let yourself have a day. Just a day or, in my case, a month. 
<laughs> because sometimes you just need that time to recover. And I know you guys are like, Jesse, I have a job. I can't do that. Well, maybe you can. Maybe there's PTO that you haven't used. and Or maybe, you know, have a sick day. I don't know. Just be kind to yourself. And be kind to people who are going through stuff like this. Because it is a journey all on its own. And the last thing that someone needs when they're suffering is someone to not be patient with them or understanding just knowing that it's going to take time and the person that you you know is different they're going to be different because you can't go back on a loss the person who i was when i lost my dad would be absolutely blown away by the person I am now. And I messed up a lot. And I still, I'm not perfect. I know I'm not. But I'm trying. And I am actively here to talk to you and be there for you and let other people share their stories because it's just, it, it's life. It is life. What we go through is what we're supposed to go through. But I have no idea why I was chosen to do this, live this life. <laughs> but I'm going to live it. And I'm going to live it with you guys because there is something greater that's meant to happen in life. And I know how short life can be. And I have a lot left to live to see, to people to meet, stories to share. So I'm going to keep living. I'm going to keep doing the damn thing. And so are you. You're going to keep doing it too. You're going to keep doing it with me and we're going to be doing this together because we are not alone. And it is okay to feel alone, but you are not alone. We got this. On my Facebook page and my website, goodgriefjesse.com, I'm going to share a link to a form that you can all fill out if you are interested on being on the show. Just tell me a little bit about, you know, what you would like to share and we'll get that taken care of. And I, I want to give everyone an equal opportunity to share their story because, like I said, we're not alone. So let's do it. If I'm going to share my story, let's let, let's give you the opportunity to share yours. I built this podcast to make sure that people have the opportunity to figure out and talk through some of the issues that they have because one of the biggest problems that I had is I had no one to talk to and I really believe that this is the best platform to really hear some some really awesome stories and talk to some really awesome people. So I will have a link on my Facebook page and my website, goodgriefjessie.com. And please fill it out. I read everything that you guys send in to me. I've already received quite a few emails, Facebook messages, and I read all of them. I have some friends who have donated their time to assist me with this podcast. It's just me and my dog, Rue. 
who sometimes likes to bark in the background that I have to edit out. But it is all 100% read by a person. And I would love to hear what you guys have to say. So go ahead. Let's say it. Let's talk about it. So go ahead and look for that link. I'm ready to get this started. I have quite a few people lined up to go ahead and get started on the show. But the next two episodes that I release are going to be about two of the biggest topics that I've had requested to talk about. So on the next episode, I am going to talk about our good friend anxiety because I know way too many people that suffer with anxiety and have no idea what to do about that. So I am here because I am the anxiety queen who has been suffering since I was a child. Hardcore suffering since I was a child. So I would like to share everything I have to offer about anxiety and also how it relates to grief. Because ultimately, you know, a lot of these things, they're, they're stackable. It's like one of those Pandora rings. They're stackable. And they all kind of correlate with each other. So understanding one can help you understand the other. So I'm excited to talk to you next about anxiety. And I want to thank everyone who has listened and shared and really passed along my information and my podcast to their friends. On my website, you can see that I am accepting donations. As I mentioned before, I am taking time off of work and I'm happy to be here, but this does take time and money to bring this to you guys. So any contribution is greatly appreciated, even if it's just enough to buy me a cup of coffee one day. Anything is appreciated during this time because I understand things are hard and times are hard right now. I know that we got this. This is exciting. I'm so excited to be here and I can't stop talking about it. And I'm just some crazy girl in her basement talking to herself with her dog. It's fine. It is completely fine. It is normal. Normalized talking to your dogs and talking to yourself because that's how I've done it for years. So thank you guys again for all the love and support. And I am excited to be talking to you guys and check out my next episode on anxiety. I appreciate it and love you all so, so much. Peace out. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the Endless Summer Sale, August 26th through September 5th, and get 30% off paints and stains with prices starting at $29.39. That means 30% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, 30% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Long weekends are all about getting a little you time. And at the Home Depot, you time starts with you saving. Saving space with an HDX 27-gallon tough tote for only $13.98. Saving time with a free and fast-charging 18-volt battery when you buy select Milwaukee Power Toolkits. And saving you a trip with free delivery on over 1 million items. Do Labor Day your way with savings right now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.